You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I would love you to go to my Facebook. And the first one you see is me about 40 years ago talking about um, Paradise Lost and and the main thing that caught my eye. And I'm watching myself, of course, and I want you to go because I don't think I could do it today the way it was done about 40 years ago. But what struck me the most is eat your bread or eat this remembering me. That was a, a wonderful shock. It says something. There's a suggestion in it, a, a divine suggestion. There's also dark, dark suggestions, which mostly most of you have and struggle with. But this will set you free if you understood. Eat this remembering me. Now, it sounds a little bit boring, because what are you going to do when you're sitting at the table with people? I get it. I'm not sure I know how to answer that question, but I do recommend you listen to Roy Masters or watch him on Facebook. I could not believe what I was saying. I don't think I could say it better myself now. And so I'm just walking away from having to do this, but there's something I'd like to talk to you about if I get started, about food. And and what I suggest, if you have a problem with food, I, I would like to just have you call my number. It is 800-866-8883. You see, I was talking to somebody in, a, in one of my um, programs, no. And it was a live program with people watching and everything like that over then. Right now, I'm on the radio only. And so I do recommend that if you don't understand the spiritual value of eat this remembering me, I don't think I can repeat that. It's somebody else. I saw somebody else, and this is, I'm different. I'm a different person from that. I don't think I can say it as well as he said it, which was me. But God was coming through him, that was me, and he still is, I think. And so I'm suggesting that you watch that video on Facebook. It's the first one you see. Now, the program, I think now, if you can get to the program and pick up the phone and answer, uh, ask uh, to, to talk to me, 800-866-8883. And if you have a problem with food, I would love to talk to you because I was talking to someone then, and it was live, and it was on video. So maybe I should better shut up and leave you to that, but I've got other things that I can talk to you about, which is the extension of what I'm ex expre expressing to you. But I need you to watch that first, and then listen perhaps another day, or maybe tonight, 
Who knows? Um, yesterday, I was explaining the relationship between man and woman and how it is, affects not only a war at home, but a war with each other as a civil war. If we have a civil war, all hell would break loose. If we have a civil war, if we can come together, but it's almost impossible because you have crazy, dirty, filthy people on the left. Nobody ever said it before, but they are perverts, and they're very dangerous perverts. And even though they don't have, in this relationship, they don't have a a, a cheerleader. Uh, it's a, basically, it's a cheerleader because uh, you can't give them anything. It's the dark side. Obama, Obama kind of person who uh, perhaps Obama's already doing that uh, in secret, uh, making them angry and frustrated and, and emboldening them to take off out the the well you know who I'm talking about don't you don't, our president Trump so here we go The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the Foundation of Human Understanding, here is Roy Masters. Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, producer, are you listening to me? I'm listening. Um, uh, just ask this gentleman to wait. I gave him an exorcism and his life is still going down, downhill. That's going to be a difficult one to talk about. I want to, conf but I would like the callers to call this evening, and I'll start with this one. But I really want to talk to you about civil war. And let me just express in a shorter term so I can take some calls and sort of to bring up what I spoke to all the whole hour last evening. I'm saying that if you have a civil war and the forces behind the civil war are not Democrats like they used to be, they're all brainwashed and they think of perversion of every kind is freedom. And once you get a person caught up in that, they hate you. 
because you're taking away their freedom. But they're not free. They're slaves of the person that's emboldening them. So it could be, and it is likely to be, in my position, in, uh, in my th thought force, um, it is Obama himself behind all this, quietly behind all this. I guarantee you that is what, who it is. He, he loves, he is, he's been programmed, yes, he's been programmed to love the worst in human being, calling it freedom. Freedom to kill your babies, freedom to, to eat as much as you want, freedom from drugs, get, let, let all the bad people in the country take away our borders. It goes on and on. And these people are Americans, but they've been programmed in school and in universities for many, many years. And so they think they're Americans, but they're actually subject to a dark force. And that is Obama, a very dark force. And I told you, I told you from the very beginning, fundamental conservation. It's like it was something good. The foundation I you know, I said it once. And you thought it was something po positive. And everybody who had no sense, hey! No, it's so fundamental. Conf what is it? What was it? Do you remember that? Anybody? It meant going down. If somebody could just help this old man uh, who's missed mistaking the words here. But fundamental is something mean, meaning positive, but it's negative. And I, for the hell of it, I can't remember the, it, it, what it is. But you know what it is. If you give me a call, I'll, I'll, I'll appreciate it very much. I just got it tangled up with a word. But you, don't, you do know what I mean. It, it meant that everything's going to get better. No. That fundamental thing, it means worse. But you see, so he lied to you. He lied to you through words. And so you know that people can lie to you and tell you how wonderful you are while thinking it the other way, that you're just a dirty, rotten so-and-so. And that people take advantage of you. You've got to be very careful what's behind words. And so... I opened the program a little while ago about food. And what jumped into my mind was, was a, 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 a little piece of the Bible. And there's several others, other pieces that match that. But I only, I only have that in my head right now. I don't do any, any uh, searching. I don't look to, to the Bible or anything. I, I'm, I'm forgetting most of the things I've ever said. But I do see that I am still a subject of my creator. And he, 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 he talks to me. I don't always listen because I'm not feeling very well today, so it may, it may not be a very good program. But I did have a serious problem that, that I, I survived uh, 
uh, a week ago. But anyway, the, the words are this. Eat this, remembering me. And what do you do when you eat? What do you do when you eat? You enjoy the pleasure. Well, you say, why not? I didn't say it's about anything about the taste of the food. But, the, but something more is happening. There's pleasure. There's, this, there's oh, isn't that good? Wow. I just said, oh, that steak was so good, I have another one. And then you see people walking around half the country, three-quarters of the country are just fat. Uh, excuse me, fat pigs. Because they're addicted. Addicted to food. Yes. Now, you could be addicted to anything. But all comes from the dark side of the force. All of it. And the only reason why you have a different illness to another person is because you, you are a, a drunkard. You drink too much. You drink. And you become addicted to drinking. And then there's drugs. And all these have chemistries that affects the body itself. And food is one of them. It is possibly the, the worst one of all because it's so enticing when you have delicious food and all the what you want and you just can't stop. It's so good. But there is no good. Uh, the scripture says, um, uh, see if I can remember it. Let me see. It's the knowledge of good and evil. I remember it now. He spoke about the knowledge of good and evil. You should not eat of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There it is. And that's not very much difficulty to understand how simple that is. But God already knew what he was going to do. Don't think he didn't know. And then he took a piece out of him and built another person, a woman. And where is the, where, what's going to be behind the woman? We know what's behind the man, right? The scripture talks about that. But what's behind the woman? And yesterday I was just, just quickly saying that when a man looks for love, he looks for it in a woman. That is the biggest mistake you will ever get. And the next, next mistake is pleasure. Because pleasure gives you a high. And every high creates a, a new low. In other words, and, that, that when, and where you are at that new low, you feel worse than you did before, but you still love what made you high for a moment. God help you. And so, but you see, as I said yesterday, and I, I really would like to talk about civil war, but it's, it's coming out of my mouth and it's pouring out and I can't stop. So we do that tomorrow night. And people are calling right now, so that's, that's very important. And I shall take my calls in just a few minutes.
and producer, just hold on to them and give me the give me the fundamental transformation first and then give me William second because I need to start. Is the second one strong, positive? Uh, can you hear what I'm saying? Which one is better? I need to start with a with a with one that's interesting. Uh huh. Uh, William. All right then, I'll do it your way. Uh, do you understand, ladies and gentlemen, that food is a killer? Half of you are going to die from that, but that doesn't stop you to know that, does it? Half of the country will die from food. And where will you go when you die? That's the question. And what is the antidote for that? If you would like to call the program, 800-866-8883. I'll take my first the caller, William, uh, in, in under the um, what our producer said. Okay, here we go. William. Hello, William. Hello, boy. How are you? I, I'm doing fine, Roger. Go ahead. You're under the wireless network, boy. I'm not going to express myself, but I just wanted to say I'm addicted to coffee, cigarettes, and I'm on top of the job. Well, I have a problem here. I have a problem in my earphones um, that I can't hear you very well. It's muscled. It's muffled. Well, it's your phone. It's your phone. I'll, I'll listen a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I'm addicted to cigarettes and coffee, and I'm on psychotropic drugs, so you tried to help me. You tried to give me an exorcism, and I walked away. I, I can't hear you. You can't I'm hear sorry. me? No, it's, 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 it's all mashed up. It's, 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 I can't describe it. It's all, it's not good. Okay. Uh, can we take the next one then? Uh, uh, can we take the next? Oh, I thought there was another one. Well, I'm back again. Uh, 800-866-8883. Um, it's really best that I do a program like this and just talk for myself or whatever's coming through me. But let me bring back the subject of food. And if you are a Christian, whether you're Jewish, and I'm Jewish, and I, but I believe in Jesus, he is the, the most admirable person one can ever possibly imagine. And and he says first, why call me good? Why call me good? I'm not good, he says. The only the Father in heaven is good. That's where the... In other words, he is a product, a son. And he has to go through what most... what we lost in the very beginning... Because what we lost in the very beginning is, is, it's going through the generations, and so it is to go through the generations of every race and color and creed, and everybody has the same relationships with drugs and alcohol and and sex and arguing and fighting with your wife and taking it out on the kids and things like that, and so it's essential to understand what the Scripture is saying. 
He said, don't eat that fruit. Because it's on the knowledge of of good and evil. It's fruit. There's only one tree. He said, you can have all the other trees you want, but not that one. And you can see a little kid with a, a dollar on the, or 50 cents or a quarter on the, on the dad's night table. And I know very well how, how when you want to buy a toy and you don't have the money, whatever it is, and dad says no, and there's the money sitting there. There's a, a pull. There, haven't you had a pull when somebody, haven't you felt the pull? A little girl, not long ago, she says, Grandpa, she calls me Grandpa. She says, is it okay to say no if somebody wants to give you something? I said, you, you, you do not, if you feel the pull? He says, she says, yes, I feel it. I said, that pull is evil. Then she said, thank you. And the next couple of days, she calls me again. And she says, my grandma, I know this grandma is really, really wicked because I know what she did to her mother 45 years ago. That's how long I've known her. And her mother always says, call Roy. And she does. And she's a very pretty and sensible girl. You could talk to her like she was a grown-up. I says, but grandma, he wants to, she wants to give me the toys. And I said, do you feel the pull? She says, yes, I do. I said, now listen carefully. That pull is the rest of your life. There'll be a pull until you get used to saying no or saying yes when there's no pull. But the pull is seduction. It's the knowledge of good and it's a knowledge of evil. All right, so I'll take my call in just a minute uh, because he just we're just starting to take calls. It's a little difficult for me to go from one thing to another. I can do a whole program by myself, but I'm encouraging you. But I want you to see this, that there is no such thing as good. In other words, you think you are learning something. You can learn it, and let's say the scripture, you can learn the scripture, but you may not understand it, understand what's behind it, what's real. It's just noise, and noise in your head, and you you memorize it, and you you talk about it, and you look like very Christian-like, but all you've got is noises in your head, and you're being, and so therefore you, because you can read and and express your thoughts in biblical terms. People like you. They think you're good. Not. So you've got to be very careful a person who sees like he has knowledge of the whole Bible. But the, the devil knows what the Bible is. He knows every word of it, if you may make my point. See? So you've got to be careful about words. I talked about Obama. He's going to make us better, a fundamental transformation. There it is. It came to me. 
A fundamental transformation means down. But you didn't see it. The lie. You didn't see the liar. But you saw him as a nice, handsome-looking little boy, a black man. All the more reason why it would work to make you feel like, oh, are we good? I'm what we're wonderful people. We're accepting black people now. No, that's wonderful. It's a person. It's not the color. That's what I'm saying. It could be anybody of any color that you elect as a president. And that, and he says to you, and he appeals to the worst in human beings. He loves the worst in you. He loved the worst in you. He loved the worst of the perversions, the the, the drugs, you know, the the opening of the borders, which is ridiculous. A dangerous, a dangerously ridiculous, and and they become intellectuals, and the intellectuals only know about what that is, and they do, they can do um, do things and like like magic with their hands or whatever they, with their speech, but you can't trust that. You have to have an in- intuition, not an outuition. If you leave a child alone, if the child doesn't ha- doesn't inherit. And so later on, he's standing in your shoes. If you can, if you understand how not to that to happen, but it always does. You cannot help it, because men tend to make look for love in a woman. And guess what is what what he pulls up? Guess what he pulls up? Love, which is lust, the good feelings. There comes the food feelings, like the food feelings. Then there's the sex feelings. But the whole thing is, it all begins with food. And, and women are in charge of food and making that food wonderful. You see, I can remember, if I don't mind, to say quickly, my mother, I had, it was, it was dinner time. I got hungry when I was a kid. I never forget it. And so I took an apple and I started to eat it. And she'd take it out of my hand. She says, that's not dinner. And so what she did is she covered it with all kinds of sugar and brown sugar, whatever it is, is nice and glistening. And she, she took the, the uh, uh, scraper out and take this, the middle of the, all the little pits and things like in the middle and put raisins and nice things in it. And she puts it in the oven. And when it was ready, she says, that's dinner. Now, what did she do? I never forgot it. What she did, she took the place of God and, and, and gave you a, a sense of worth. Oh, thank you, Mom. That was so good. Huh? Thank you, Mom. Well, I said, that wasn't me. I said, it's better from the tree, Mother. Better from the tree. She didn't see it. She said, listen, my mother was a good woman. A really good woman, the best. But she couldn't see that she is playing God. And it's just bad enough that we we get hungry and there's no mother or anything. You just want to eat and eat and eat. And you go to the store and you eat cookies and God knows what. But whatever it is, is your favorite, is going to kill you. See? And so every high... That's what it is, is a new low. 
And so I, I'm going to come to my, I've got to come to my caller. So I'll, I'll go to Claudia in Tennessee. <laughs> Hello, Claudia. Claudia, is that? Hi, Roy. Hello. Hi. You, you sound, How do I sound... cope with, I lost my husband about a week ago. I'm 36 and we have a six-month-old. Why, why are you crying? I don't know. I guess I miss him and I, I can't seem to. I find yeah. myself waiting for him at home, although I know he just passed away in, in Pennsylvania. He was a truck driver, so another truck ran into him. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know how to go with it. I, what, what, what do you think you What do you think you can get from me? What do you want from me? That's an interesting question. Uh, I want to help yeah. you. Don't worry. I want to help you. I'm just asking you a question. Why are you Why are you crying to me? Oh, what you What are you What are you, what are you pulling for me? No, you, I'm not pulling anything. Uh, I, uh, I don't, I've, I've always calm. been very strong. I've listened to you in the past, and somehow I I, I find I myself, I don't know how to cope with it. I Yes, you uh, Let me just, there's, a, there's a, a little bit of music. I'll be right back with you. We're going to have a nice talk, you and me. I'm sorry, I should have said uh, 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 we're going to have um, uh, an all-day seminar in Grants Pass on August the 20th, starting at 8, 9 p.m. No cost, no charge. There's a reason for that. Filmmakers will be making a, a film about my life, and, wow, they've got a, a lot of things coming. You may enjoy seeing how a movie is made. You call the office if you can come. 800-877-3227 and Pacific Time Business Hours. I'll be available to private conversations and problems um, on Wednesday the, th- the 23rd. I'll be available after the, the seminar, two days after that. So if you need some help, that is. You know, the, 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 this week, the the film crew is in Los Angeles, so, so call my office if you'd like to help in some way. All right. And so now we're going to come back to Claudia. We're in a break here, and so some people may not hear what I say. Um, there's, there's a way that uh, it's difficult to explain, and so I won't try to explain it. I'll just talk to Claudia right now, if you don't mind. Go ahead, Claudia. Um, the question is, uh, let me see if, if, if yeah. you, you loved your husband too much. Can you understand uh, that? In other words, yes, I understand that. Your husband gave you a feeling and he, he loved you, and it gave you a feeling, and it, and it took, and, and when that feeling came, 
you felt alive, like something came into you, and and you you become a whole person, but you can't become a whole person to another person. You can only become whole if you love God. In other words, in other words, you you're not you've been looking for love in the wrong place. There's a possibility if your husband was um, very special, and uh, I can't find the right word, but if your husband was a, a, a real authority, you wouldn't be in this in this 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 pain that you have, the longing for him in the grave. But what you need to do is to realize that you have a, a, let me see if I can find the word. It's difficult because sometimes I don't have a good memory. Um, it, one minute you love him and then you feel he, he want, you want something back from that. Hold a second. to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. The word, the word Claudia, is codependent. Yeah. Ah, codependent. And codependence enslaves you. And so if you, so if you give, your, give of yourself to your husband and he gives you something in return to make you feel good about yourself, it's a swap. You love him, he loves you back. But the trouble is, the love, the love you get from him is not real. It only gives, it gives you a good feeling. But there's something about a good feeling that makes you feel like you're obligated and you're angry with him for some reason because it wears off. And therefore you, you love him and you, you give yourself to him in some way and he gives you something back. And after a while... It's called codependence. In other words, you're fulfilled from your husband, and your husband is fulfilled for you. And one of you is becoming a bully, and the other one, you can't have two people fighting each other. One must give to the other. And usually it's a woman that, in an appropriate way, in an appropriate way, with, a, with authority of God, not just a man looking for love from you and you give it that's causing that is really perversion it is a kind of um, my memory is not very good tonight but I do my best he becomes an appeaser he becomes a bully or he becomes an appeaser to get what you want from him and then you get upset when you get upset you you're more broken you're more guilty because you're angry and judgmental, and then you feel guilty, and you give him what he wants, 
and damned if you give it, damned if he gets it, and damned if he doesn't. See, everything's wrong. You were looking for love in the wrong places. Now, how old was your husband? He was 33. I'm 36. We've been married for almost two years. I, I yeah. never set him up. We had a great, we never, he wasn't an appeaser and I wasn't. I think we had a great relationship and, you know, wonderful. He was the man of the house. He worked. It, it just, I find myself now being left with the kid by myself, perhaps. I don't want to get out of the house. I don't want to get depressed. I mean, I'm, I know that he's in heaven. He's in a better place. He didn't suffer. With, you know, I just... What, what, was the name know of the, to, what was the name of the sickness? Uh, he was a truck driver, and another truck driver hit him. In oh, the it's an, ac- it an accident. Explosion. Yeah. Accident, a, yes. Well, I have to say this. You have to get over that. Okay. And uh, and the only way you get because well, you were getting love from him, but he didn't know what love is, because if he knew what love was, he would never. How can I say this? This is not easy to speak, but a person that loves you does not want anything from you, and because if you if he wants something for you and you give it you feel like you're loving that person. No, you're emboldening his weakness or his bulliness. So whatever there is in him, if he's a weakness, if he has a weakness and loves you and loves you and loves you and loves you and you keep taking it and see deep down inside you, you're actually resenting it because it's not real love. Now, if it was real love, he would have the authority of God. That makes it different. The average man does not have the, 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 the power, the energy. is completely different. And so why you are suffering from what everybody suffers in the world. We love, but the love is, is lust. The love is not real. Love never can be real until you until he or you finds what where love is. Love is within you, and that's where it is. And so, what you've done is you're 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 bonded to his body in the grave. The grave is calling you. You're, I, 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 I have I have I don't mean to be rude. I don't mean to hurt yes, your feelings, but you can, when somebody's dead. You could have been part of it. You could have been part of it because he loved you and you loved him back. And so the more you loved him back, the more the more he he hated you. Listen carefully. The hate is secret. Yes. He, the more you give him love, the more power you get from him. And that's very dangerous. And so, and so when he... He, when he gives up most of his most of his love to you, you know, on the way he he becomes different person, not a, not l- l- more and more less aware, uh-huh. and, addic- and addicted, okay. and you become addicted to his to him giving you some of his life. Uh, I'm talking to, to. I have a wife, 
same thing. My wife is um, codependent on me. And I, watch, I think God gave her to me because she's the most difficult person you could ever have. But she's, she's bright and she's clever. But I, uh, one thing I knew from the very beginning when I, when I married her, I, I got in the car and I knew her for two weeks. I said, what makes me, what, what, what I'm, why am I doing this? And I realized just a few days ago that he gives he give me the most difficult one and the most cleverest one <laughs> in the world. <laughs> and and she's, she's breaking down. She's been breaking down and uh, uh, did some drinking and, and she collapsed and she almost died. And I warned her, where I'm coming from, you can't hate me. And you can't lust me. You can't. I, I don't want your love. I'm going to love you in a way that doesn't ask me to. That doesn't obligate you to love me, but just to appreciate it. And but see what you've done. You basically you have become codependent, and that codependence is it wears off. In other words, it looks like love, but it isn't. It's it's it's, oh. it's that it's, it's it's you're going down with him, and, and feeling yes, high. No, I don't want to do that. We have a six uh, month old, so I want to be better for her. Uh, I want uh, to, you know. Yeah, you do. You, you are following me, aren't you? Yes, yes. You are I want to be better. Just yes. No, I Listen. know exactly what you mean. I just felt a little. And closed in I, for a week I know. and been gone. I didn't want to do much, so I didn't want to fall into depression, I suppose. But you're right, I do need to put aside nonsense feelings and raise my daughter. And, you know, I. I, it, I, is, I it, it does I, seem to be cruel to talk to you that way. But if you have. No, if, it's, it's not cruel. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, you make yeah, perfect yeah. sense. It does make sense because. What I want from you is this. You don't have a husband now, but you have a God. Yeah, you see that? And so, and so it's meant. Everything happens, everything bad happens for good for those that love the Lord. And those you have to learn to let him go and realize him, you yeah. have idolized him too much. Correct. Yes, you're right. Okay. No, you're right, Ray. I just, it was hard for me to see it for last yeah. past few days. I just didn't want to do anything. I have family and friends that love me, and I'm surrounded, but it just, I don't know, I didn't want to fall into depression. I came so enclosed in, and I realized that, you're right, I do have to put the feelings in, you know, he doesn't live in the, you know. It's, I, 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 I tell you this. I have to believe in God. Yes, yeah, but this is how you believe in God. He died. And what you do is yeah. you're feeling a, a pa little pain in your heart, right? That's natural. Yeah. That's natural. It's a pain. But but the point is, because you had a wrong relationship with him, that seems like it was good. It wasn't. And so, the minutes, so if you died, he'd have the same problem. He, 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 in other words, God... His God, which is you, and and he, he and him as a God, you are addicted to that, and that's not healthy. 
that is unhealthy. You're giving yourself. One will give the other. One will give the other something of themselves, and they become addicted to that. And so, and when he becomes addicted, he wants more of your love. Let's put it that way. And and but the point is, you haven't got more, especially with sex. Especially with sex, and so you you give in, and to love him again, and all you do is make him into a bully, or a peaser. That's the only thing that happens, and you. I don't know if it had it gone on to, whatever it would be, it would be one of those things, and you pretty soon you'll find yourself hating. The one that wants more from you, and, and it never t- never took place. But it was taking place. It's called codependency. You depend on him to feel good, and you and, and so you play one role and he plays another role. He he may that, be a lover. Yes, you see that? You see that? Yeah, yes, I can see that. Yes, and there's things yeah. further and further. So when he died, I felt that's it. That I can't move on. But that's not true. Yes. You're right. It never happened knew what love is, but you now now here is your opportunity. You are going to be the mother of these children, and you're going to let him go. And it, it was wonderful when it was, but now you have to turn your t- attention to your children, because if you have too much pain and you cry and you don't let that go and you hate God or whatever it is, um, you you never get anywhere. It's people no. die. Yes. Let it. Let, let him. No, go. I don't. I don't hate God. At the at the at the two days after, I felt like it. But then, I realized I don't want. I I cannot hate God because I think God works. He always knows what's best for us. So well, I realized but, that only God has power over everything. But he has. He is love, and if you be still, and listen to my voice, and. Look at the thoughts coming through your mind. Close your eyes and see the thoughts going round and round. But what you need to do is turn that, those thoughts like this. When, when you're having your eyes closed, look at the, look at the little pixels, that move, little movements in, your, in, your, in your front of your eyes. Like you, it's almost like you rub your eyes and, and you make little splashes of light. Isn't that right? You know what I mean by that, don't you? Or do you? Yeah. If you I rub your eyes, it will, it, will, it will create flashes. If you rub them. But what I want you to do is, is watch, look at your eyelids. And when you look at your eyelids and you see little, little things moving and thoughts coming in, and there are thoughts knocking on your door and coming in every time, all you need to do is gather yourself together and watch that thought and watch it go away. And wait, we just keep watching it on the look at good, looking at the, uh, the eyelids and looking there, you will see thoughts coming up or pixels, whatever they, there's always something moving in your thoughts. Let it just let it go, don't get don't struggle with it, don't get upset, just watch it and you'll be free. God will give you the power to overcome what was ever wrong with you. All right, so we just got a little bit. Now, um, Claudia, 
yeah. I'm only giving you a little piece of the puzzle. You really need to go to uh, to get um, seven minute meditation, or you get be still and know, which is more sophisticated. But the other one is free of charge, and it really works. It's called. You go to my website fhu.com, and you can get you can copy that seven minute meditation, and there's no religious words in it, except one word, redemption. When you've forgiven, when you've done the little things I ask you to do, like being aware of your fingertips and things like that, that's all I'm doing. But, but once you succeed, you will become relieved of your relationship with your, with your husband in the in the ground calling you. And the anger and the frustration will be relieved. In other words. If he's a good person, he's gone to a good place. If he's not, you you don't know what that is. Let it go. Get your life back. Thank you, Lori. Thank you you very much. I appreciate it. See, the the, the most important part of your husband's death is the, 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 the the little pain in your heart, and it goes away. But don't hunger after him. Don't be angry for, to the other guy what he did. You have to learn to to love your enemy, meaning not hate him. Love means not hate. Hate takes you away from love, from his, from the inner world of love. The realm of love is within you, and so. Your husband wasn't the source of love. And you weren't the source of the love to him either, because neither one of you knew what love was. You see that? And so here you are all alone, and you can't look for anybody else to be sorry for you. You need to give that up. It's done. And it's everything bad happens for good. That is absolutely correct. Everything had. I almost died. I was almost murdered. Just recently, I just came out of the hospital. It was a setup. I don't hate that person. I don't hate that person. Yes, it's only a few minutes, isn't it? Hello, everybody. Uh, I uh, am I on the air now? I think I'm back in show. Thank you. Anyway, uh, you want to come to Oregon? Um, maybe this is the last program I might doing. I do, I could still do my program uh, in in my office and talking to you. I'll do the best I can as an old person. I don't I don't study in anything. I don't. You know, create anything for me to talk to. I don't have any any paper to write notes on. I don't bother with it. I want it to come from him. See, so and when you come to me um on the on the twentieth uh, let me see uh, Grants Pass August twentieth, starting at eight eight AM and no cost at all. I wanna be able to 
do two things. Help to make the film. That's the way they want me to be there. But to find help everybody who has serious problems and nobody has else been able to fix it. Nobody. If you, if you have a really several problem, what are you going to lose? I will show you the root of all of your problems. It's the same root. And what it's called resentment. I just put, put that in for what it's worth department. So you might enjoy seeing a movie made. And you can call my office, 800-877-3227, Pacific Time Business Hours. And I will be available through Wednesday. So if you come in later and you need my help, I will sit with you privately, if necessary, and help you. Okay? Uh, see, the film crew is in Los Angeles right now, so call my office if you like to help in some way. And the number is 800 Say 800-877-3227. That's right. I was giving me my, my number to call me on the radio. 800-877-3227. I beg your pardon. All right. Um, so where are we now? Uh, is... is uh, She's gone now. Yes, she had, uh, yes. I think she is much better now. I, uh, try to understand that you cannot find love the way you think you find love. Everybody makes the same mistake. Everybody. Do you understand my every, nearly everybody with a very few exceptions? When you When you look for love, from a person, you are making that person a god. As a matter of fact, you can actually you can make you actually put somebody on a pedestal. You could put somebody on a pedestal, and guess what? You made him a god, and you are a god maker, greater than God, and God has to do what you what you want. Now listen to that again. When you... I have people putting me on pedestals. And if you... if you put me on a pedestal, you're the God-maker creating God greater than God that you made. That is the tone of it. And that will destroy you. Yeah, you become dependent on me. And then if I was a wicked person, I could take advantage of you and tell you what a wonderful person you are. And then you would send me money. And I keep and I get other people doing the same thing. Because you see, I understand that. And I want you to understand that when people give you a put you on a pedestal or seem super nice to you. You have to be very careful of that. Very careful. Because once you fall for that, you cannot come back. When you see the other side of the person, suddenly it's not a nice person. It's a boy and he wants his, he wants his, whatever it is he gets. You know, he wants your soul, if a man is speaking. So 
Now I say to you, we only got a few minutes left in this program. Codependency is putting someone on a pedestal, and you are the, you're the God maker greater than the God. Now you may not, may not have understood it that way, but it t but if you can carry out that, you're going to find out that all of a sudden you got a bully on your hand, or you're the bully on your hands because you begin to hate him for him wanting something and upsetting him, so he does doesn't know what to do until he becomes a mutant and a peaser, and then then the then the, the 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 nature in you is swollen up with anger. And it goes on like that until one of you die or run away. And you start it all over again. This is the things you need to understand. There's only one God. And then I, I spoke about the knowledge of good and knowledge of evil. You are in the business of the knowledge of evil and the knowledge of good. The knowledge of good is what seems to be good. And and what seems to be good needs to be needs to draw to you. In order for you to be good, you draw a person to love you, to do what you want, and to smile at you and give you things and one of you will, in one of you will become addicted to the other. That's horrible. So, now what I'm going to finish with here is to make a point. Whatever my wife does, whatever she does, hide things and makes makes and then always hide it and says, "No, I, no, I didn't know where it, where it is." She knows where it is. I mean, she may not know where it is after a while. But I never, 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 in all the 67 years, 64 years, never did I fall in love. I love her. I didn't fall from love. That's how I could love her. Thank you. So I'll just give you one more chance to come up and see me sometimes. Sounds like May West. You're invited to all-day Sunday, Sunday seminar in Grants Pass on August the 20th and starting at 9 a.m., if you can get in, that is. And the filmmakers are making a film about my life. You may enjoy seeing the movie made. So call my office, 800-877-3227, Pacific time, business hours, you know. And I'll be available Wednesday the 23rd up to that time. And so in case you miss me and not able to get in, I'll find a way to help you and bring that you I want to the, the most dangerous cases. I want a person who may never been able to overcome it. I will show you how it's done. 